hello is it me you're looking for i can see it <laughs> Hello and welcome to Newscast episode 41, titled Bullshit Meows. We've already created the <laughs> title for you. Um, the optional title was Zach Does a Filibuster. Zach, do you have anything to say that could possibly delay the show any further? I have to. Is it, you, want, you want to keep going, Zach? I will sit through it. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Zach. Um, Thanks, man. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. So, th- so that interrupting Riveting voice here champ. is Zachary Miller. No, and uh, with us also, me. shut up, Zach, please. <laughs> Cat Riveter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Retitle the show, Shut Up, Zach, Please. Um, Anyone want to talk about the second tales? Dude. <laughs> Dude, share tales. I know, right? <laughs> One of them was a moose. <laughs> <laughs> we have to click stop. No, this is No, we crazy. don't. No, we don't. Okay, fine. Next. Next up, Neil Ronahan. If we hit stop, hey. we'll never start again. Are we done? Yeah, yeah that was Neil's was intro. And uh, Andy Gergen. Hey, what's going on? Gergen is dead. That was Gergen. And right so there. is Guitar He's Hero. Right Gergen oh, yes, lives. You just trampled on my segue. That was oh, a very, very... Oh, that yeah. was a segue. That, that was a mean segue. I would like a yeah. segue for E3 one year. That would just make the whole thing easier. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. I would like uh, some sort of Ben-Hur-like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe that would be awesome. Um, yeah, w- so, Guitar Hero is dead. What, what is all this nonsense? Well, it's been so dead to me for a long time. Yeah, a so Activision so. had an investors meeting, and they basically said that they were shit-canning the entire Guitar Hero division, for and now. that huh. there won't be a Guitar Hero game for 2011, which, I mean, if they're canning the entire division, then I think it's safe to say that Guitar Hero is kaput. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of like, um, here, let's take a break, but why don't you take the wedding ring back? Yeah. You yeah, know, that's actually exactly what it is. Um, well, they were they were saying that they were just taking a break. They were just taking a break is how they worded it, right? Yeah. And right. then, uh, and then they go ahead and fire everyone that could possibly work on it. So, well, not not quite. Um, everyone's probably talked about how Guitar Hero was dead, and it's dead. It sucks. You know, it started off. It was a really cool series, and it definitely kind of, you know, fizzled out. It's I mean, right. it well, sometime it, around it Guitar fizzled. Hero Aerosmith. I don't think it fizzled out so much as it was choked to death. Let's yeah. be clear on that. Yeah. And honestly, I don't really feel like the IP is dead. They'll revive it eventually when they will. Yeah. yeah. When there's a market for making it into I a nostalgia know, product. Because no, they the will. The problem that they cited was that the the sales weren't there and that the licensing for music wasn't worth it. And that's I don't know if that's going to change. Yeah, but can't you see them in like maybe three years? Guitar. Hero It'll change when it back. sells again. It'll change when it's profitable again. I mean, and that's not going to be now, and it won't be next year, and it won't be the year after that. But there'll come a time when there's a place for a nostalgia-driven exactly. Guitar Hero game, and that's just, when they'll bring it just back. Like a, just like a ha- original Halo remake. Well, that that's going to happen. I know. I'm so excited about that, even though I hate the original. No, no yeah. I mean, huh. that might be cool, but... Uh, that, Let's not talk about that now. Let's talk about the real problem with this. Yeah. Or at least the two problems that I see Three games a from year. my vantage point. Um, no, DJ Hero. DJ oh, Hero that is a problem, two, yeah, um, it's awesome. If you remember from our Game of the Year episodes, it was one of Carl Castaneda's Games of the Year. And I was actually playing DJ Hero 2 this weekend, kind of, uh, well, a friend of mine who really enjoyed it wanted to play it. And also I was thinking I was like, I'll pour one out for DJ Hero. And then I ruined one of my DJ turntables. Oh. And then I played the game. But, uh, but DJ Hero is oh. fucking awesome. It's fantastic. It is. I agree. I love the first game, and if when the second one drops to that price, uh, I will buy it. Yeah, like those those games are are really incredible. If you haven't tried them, I really recommend you do. You can probably find the first game and maybe even the second game for somewhere in the ballpark of like twenty dollars with eight turntables or something. Yeah, like they're dirt cheap, um, and they are superb games and. They might be gone along with the rest of the hero games. Uh, I know the developer Freestyle Games is there. I guess they're in talks with Activision. They're not officially shuttered. Um, I know uh, the other bummer that I would have to say 
with all this Guitar Hero talk is that it looks like Vicarious Visions, um, the Nintendo-friendly developers that are up in Albany, New York. And they do good They work. might be... They, they, they got a lot of layoffs. Um, they usually do the Transformers DS games. Which are not um, as terrible not as you for think. For the new games. Yeah, that aren't as bad as you think. Zach and I have reviewed the, the past pair, the, the past two entries in the series, and yep. they're pretty good. Yeah. And they've been making those for, I think, three or four years at this point, and the ones for the new Transformers movie um, are being developed by uh, Behavior Interactive. Otherwise, uh, they used to be known as Ass to Mouth. I mean, uh, uh, artificial minded movement or something. <laughs> they changed their name because their you abbreviation was A2M. Yeah. But so Vicarious Visions lost that and they were also really focused on the Guitar Hero franchise yeah. as far as making it on Wii and they did stuff like and uh handhelds. you know they having the Game Boy uh, uh, the DS. Yeah, ones. yeah, they also did those as well. Um and they did a lot of cool stuff with the Wii online like um for all the bad things you can say about the new Guitar Hero game, it did cool things on Wii like you could actually do the whole Twitter, Facebook posting thing on Wii, which I don't think you can do in any other game. Nope. And that's kind of, you know, a throwaway feature. But th- this is a company that strive to do good things on Wii, things online that other companies haven't done. And I think it's important they... to make the distinction that I don't know that anyone was necessarily really arguing that the Guitar Hero games weren't well-made products. They it's were just, just they were, oh, it was overkill. There was too many of them too close yeah. together that weren't different enough. Well, no. Um, let's let, let let's get real. Like this, the last one kind of sucked. Well, I, I didn't play. I it, reviewed but I did. that. I was, I, I I went to an event for it, and I was like, this might actually be kind of fun. And I played it, and like, it's not like the game is functionally bad. It's everything around it was pretty shitty. But the core like, gameplay still... is the same, right? I mean, yeah. that hasn't changed. That's still fun. People still yeah, enjoy that. Yeah, but part that. of what makes Rock Band Three so great is that the window dressing is so much yeah. more better. I would agree with that. Yeah, three and World and, Tour are the best Guitar Hero games. I would, I, I would disagree, but that's also because by the time three and World Tour came out, like I didn't give a shit, and I was all oh, about gotcha. Rock Band. Right. I, I, I oh, think yeah. two was Rock the pinnacle for me. I have never put any real time into a Guitar Hero game that wasn't made by Harmonix. I, I reviewed a <laughs> bunch of Guitar Hero games, and you know it's sad. I, I, I might actually get rid of some of my plastic instruments for Wii, so that's cool. Yeah. But it's still a bummer. You know, I put so much time into into Guitar Hero 2 that I could never quite acclimate to Rock Band. Like, I, I just couldn't get used to it at all. Yeah, so you know, the, kind of it's out the horizontal bars like that. that got me. Right. Yeah, it was just subtle enough, or, you know, there was a big enough of a difference. It was subtle, but I just could not I get used to I put a lot of time it. into Guitar Hero 2, but Rock Band was, like, that's what I wanted from the start. And yeah, I, I, I love that game so much. Yeah, once... I, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way, but kind of back around again. I put a lot of time into Guitar Hero, adjusted to Grok Band without too much difficulty, but now I can't go back and play Guitar Hero games. Huh. Like, I tried to pick up Guitar Hero 3 for 360 and play a little bit of it, and it just just didn't appeal. Like, the, the aesthetic There's definitely, like, the way off, the jewels but, are, yeah. like, it's an adjustment period whenever you switch between them. Yeah. I'm kind of sad. I'm a much better that, Rock Band player than I am a Guitar Hero player. Yeah, I, I, I am as well. I'm kind of sad that the franchise is gone, um, but at the same time, I think it, it was inevitable, somewhat necessary. I mean, the market isn't going to support two right. franchises I mean, like this. And well, this Rock Band has... Anyway. Especially now. The plastic instrument bubble burst a while ago, I think. Yeah. I think I think you could say the year that Beatles Rock Band came out was kind yeah. of where it came, Like, it was the realization, it's like, guys, this isn't going to sell. Well, I wanted to say something about Tony Hawk. I mean, yeah, I want to say something about Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, Tony Hawk's in the same in the same uh, bed as Guitar Hero. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's funny that Activision just now realized that Tony Hawk's not selling because it hasn't sold for years. Well, I mean, yeah. I knew this year they kind of gave. I think there was a quote from someone at Activision that was like, "No, man, Tony Hawk Shred. It's it's got a long tail. Right. People are people are gonna buy it." However, one thing to notice, um, I saw the sales recently for Tony Hawk Shred and Sean White skateboarding. Tony Hawk Shred, like tore the shit out of Sean White skateboarding in mm. sales. So, okay, it might not be selling that well, but it's still the best-selling skateboarding game out there. Which I think Has is more it... of a testament to skateboarding games aren't popular, not so much as you know the Tony Hawk games are in This is another failure. deal where I kind of feel like, okay, so clearly the plastic peripheral Tony Hawk game didn't work. I think we're all in agreement on that. Why can't you just take something in the, in the vein of Tony Hawk 2, Tony Hawk 3, a stage-based... Um, 
high score game and just just put it on a downloadable service. Yeah. Xbox Live leaderboards. I mean, leaderboards and Tony Hawk two and three are made for each other. That's true. Like, I, don't I have agree. to. You, you don't have to kill the IP. You just gotta stop doing the things that aren't making money and start doing things that make sense, like that. Make a low a low investment well, Tony and Hawk game. And, Sell They're for gonna make that bucks. fucking Spyro game instead. Um, oh, that is such bullshit. Where you have the the portal that you put action figures in. I mean, the idea of it's kind of neat. Spyro's like not going to sell eight, ten this copies. Would be fun. I think it'll sell more than that. At least twenty. Oh, okay, I'll give you twenty. <laughs> no, no. Like, I mean, I think if they market that well, maybe there's a cartoon show along with it that could that could take off. For all the kids, I actually haven't read yeah. anything about the Spyro game. I mean, I, I, okay, I know who so the character is, but... Okay, so what Activision's doing, I believe it's being developed by Toys for Bob, who, I forget I forget what the series they did, but they've been basically, they did, I think, Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam for Wii, which was meh, from what <laughs> I remember reading. But, um, so what it is, is that, like, it's like, it's a Spyro game, and the whole hook of it is that you have this, like, this portal, that's what they refer to it, it's basically a stand, that you know is hooked up to the game, right? And you place action figures onto that stand, and then they will appear in the game. They're really just and little as statues. You play the game, you'll, yeah, like you'll level up these, you'll level up these, these these statues, these figures, and you'll gain experience for them. And then, like, if you remove them, then it's still save. Like, then you know it saves everything onto that figure. So the next time you put that figure in, it'll have all that experience. But it's not clear already, what you, know, you do with the that. figure when it's not plugged into the game. Yeah. I mean it was it was just announced last week so there's still, you know, questions to be asked, but I think the the idea of it could be really cool. Sure. Could be. Sounds, sounds kind of interesting. All right. Let's talk about this uh hero business and how there's no more of it. Yeah, this, this there's yep. no more heroes to desperate struggle. Um Andy, so I believe you started playing that today? Uh yeah, actually I got this uh and, and trade from Mr. James Charlton about a month or two ago, I guess. And it's been sitting on, I got it off of sitting on my shelf. Literally after the episode that Carl said this was his game of the year. And I was like, maybe I'll get that. And I got it on Goose X and got it the next day. Yeah, I mean, I've been sitting on it for, for at least, I think, two months. And I just haven't put it yeah, in Yeah, I sat on you it know, for I, a while before. I, I opened it up last week and put like a couple hours into it. like two. You're or three. probably farther than I am. I, I only am past the first... The first uh, the first uh, boss battle. Um, yeah, I don't really want to spoil of... too much about it, but like, uh, do, well, do you care or no? It kind of feels like a a little bit of a jumbled mess, um, and that's not all that surprising considering the first game was a jumbled mess as well. I but... mean, the story is definitely all it's over the place. Fifty one game. Yeah, yeah, but like, not not only the, not only the content of the story, but just sort of the way it's presented. Like, it's it's, it's a series of cutscenes that all have this weird fade to black mechanic after they're done, which makes them yeah, to seem to a load more um, important than they really are. Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah, it, no, it goes it goes back and forth. There's a little bit too much loading time between cutscenes, so it kind of feels like there's the, the transition between settings is a little off. Um, the tone, of course, is all over the place. But that's yeah, that's yeah. not that surprising. I, I, I uh, what what does surprise me is like the uh, the production value and the visuals is something that I had forgotten how good it was in the first No More Heroes, and it really is good oh, here yeah, too. Oh yeah, I agree. The um the cut the, the in the in engine cut scenes are really well done. There's a couple of uh, frame rate problems, but um, I really like the uh, the sort of the, the pixelated um icons on the screen and the, and the way yep. and the the mini games that are done that are done 8 bit style are are really fantastic. Um, My thing is like what's the point of them in this game? I mean, I haven't gotten too far into it, but I feel like there's no point other than to be like, oh, this is fun. Let's get some money and maybe buy some shit. Like I think that's I think it's just to earn money to buy more gear. They just to... seem so far removed from the main game. Yeah, but then so did a lot of the stuff from the first game. I mean, yeah. The whole driving the they, whole they, driving they around the city. It. They Part removed the it from game. being a requirement for the linear, the like the linear progress in the game, I guess. Yeah, that's part of it, I think. I mean, the the driving mechanic in the first game felt superfluous and that poorly executed. So this is just, you know, it's they're it, it's the same deal to me. It's a part of the game that is completely unnecessary, but they put it in regardless. Yeah. Um, no more heroes is just 
one of the weirdest things I've ever played. I, I this, enjoy this, them, but they yeah, are so I, I, weird. I, I do too. I do too. But it's and it's not weird from it's not weird the same way that Killer Seven was weird from the little bit of Killer Seven that I played at least. Killer Seven was weird because it didn't make any sense and the gameplay was out of whack. But the game was consistent in tone, um, and at least it had a vision and it kind of stuck to it. No More Heroes yeah. seems to just not really have any sort Be of consistent vision. It's it's all over the place. But it's like it's, they wink at the camera, and then there's like a serious scene, and then like something yeah. else happens, and then something else happens. Like I like how in the one of the very first cutscenes it shows uh, the main character talking to his wannabe girlfriend, um, and like they have this argument about whether or not in a sequel you need to explain what what's happened since the first one, uh, or not. Like they don't, they don't, and they don't use it in any uncertain terms. It's like. Oh come on! Yeah. Everyone's no one's gonna have played the first game. Well, we, well, all we have to do is explain what's going on right now. He's like, "Oh come on! Everyone wants to know what's been happening since the first game." It's like really like meta, I guess, but like kind of obnoxiously meta, like not yeah. meta in a subtle way. It's just it's once again inconsistent. They're going all dead I had a, on you. I I yeah. find the, the the actual gameplay like I really liked it in No More Heroes One, and I'm not sure if maybe it's because they're not giving me any sort of like like slow integration into it like they just kind of dropped me back where i was yeah. like they're not like I, i'm finding the controls really but, hard to adjust to yeah the combat i don't know it just it, it's not as like not as much fun as i had although that's why i never really finished the first one was because the combat just got old to me so I guess the same thing. i really like, enjoyed the com- i remember i remember really enjoying the combat in the first game which i, is I why did I'm... until the very end which is why I'm so surprised that I'm not enjoying it in the second game when I think it's almost exactly the same. I think it's My because favorite... in the first game they 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 moved you through the the steps like slowly so you had a chance to kind of build on what you'd known previously. Yeah. And now they just drop you in and ex- expect you to remember most of it from the first game. You My, get, My like... favorite part of this one so far is that uh, there there's a fucking mech battle. <laughs> oh, lovely! It's awesome. Just to tease it, like it's awesome. I had a real hard time with the first boss, even just because I had kind of forgotten how a lot of the, how a lot of the controls yeah. worked. Like you only have like you only have like maybe five or ten minutes of 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 stage before the first boss fight, so they expect you to remember it pretty pretty quick. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing how. I mean, I, I I enjoyed the story in the first one. I thought it was a clever parody of video games, which is basically I think yeah. what it ended up being. Like. They throw they they have the story made no sense by the end and I think it wasn't I mean I'm positive it was an intentional intentional move on their part to present a story that basically couldn't be understood like yep, yep. technically could not be understood because they fast forwarded through the dialogue necessary um so I don't know I'm looking forward to to, to playing more of it maybe uh, maybe after we finish it up we should get Carl on for a for a little three man post game yeah I'm down for that that'd be fun have either of you other guys played this game at all. Or the first one, for that matter. I have no interest nope, in my doing silence. So. <laughs> Why is that? I'm curious. I have other games that I'd rather be playing. I would kind of feel like this game is up your alley. At least the first one will be up your alley, Zach. I mean, it just kind of feels like it has that weird eccentric. Um, Zach, there's Japanese. Boobs. There's lots of boobs in it. What? Um, Tons of well, boobs. Don't just not say boobs, that, but... and then there aren't any to get me to play. There's lot. There's on. lots of sex appeal in the game. Like the main character is. Main character is like wannabe girlfriend is constantly showing off what God gave her, so to speak, hmm. or rather her what Suda, what Suda Fifty One gave her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the main is, is there any difference? The main characters, <laughs> the main characters' pure motivation in both games is purely to get laid. Nice. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing he wants in both games is to get laid. You guys and like, so it's well. funny because. At the end, at the end of the first game, he gets. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but he basically gets screwed, uh, and not in the way he <laughs> was trying to. Um, and at the start of the second game, the the girl who who uh, screwed him comes back and basically just says, "Oh well, last time I wasn't serious, but this time I'm totally serious," <laughs> and he totally buys it. I'll tr- If I find it cheap, I'll try it out. How about that? That's worth it. You can probably find it pretty cheap. Can't imagine how I couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you would kind of enjoy it, Zach. I mean, it's weird, but it's it's got a good sense of humor, and I think it's kind of a sense of humor that 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 meshes well with you. But I'll try it out. Why not? Yeah, the first one should be dirt cheap to come across, and if and, and if it's not, then 
then don't get it. But if you can, I would say give it a shot. Yeah, I'll try it. Why not? Go for it. Can't hurt. What right on. Fork? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. I just haven't touched it. Um, or the the first game in the series. I, I guess I'm too busy playing stuff like Dragon Quest. No. Oh, dude, that was good. That was uh, good. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. Dragon Quest uh, is a, so, a, a little-known series out of Japan, right? Yeah, it's very, so it's very Quest obscure. Six, how is it, sir? Sort of a niche. Dragon Quest Six is pretty fantastic, um, or I'm sure it it was maybe even a little more fantastic back when it came out. Um, because right now, let me just get all the let me get all the dirty work out of the way. How's that sound? Um, good. I I think Sounds they. Good. They really need to address some of the issues that have always been around in Dragon Quest games, um, HMs, and in RPGs in general. You know, like uh, earlier this week, I had to go talk to everyone in the castle before I could move on. You know, um, I didn't learn anything during talking to the twenty people in the castle. I just had to talk to all of them, and then uh, I could go upstairs or whatever. You know, it's just filled with stuff like that um, that modern games don't do as much. And you know what, I wish they would have you know what game kind of does gone do that? through with the... Ani- huh? You know what game does do that? Modern game? Animal huh. Crossing. The very beginning, you have to talk <laughs> to everyone in the town before you can start your part-time job for Nook. Sorry, I'm, that pisses you me off. You know what? It does, but but Animal Crossing is a game all about indentured servitude anyway. <laughs> so Fair at enough. some point, you know, it it's, falls within the reasoning of the game. Um, but anyway. in this, you know, it's just like a, those little touches, like they should have just gone through with, you know, you know, some some uh, pruning shears and just kind of snipped out some of that stuff that didn't need to be there. And uh, you got stuff like I can't use the zoom spell to get out of a cave. I have to use the evac spell and then I can use a zoom spell to go back to a place I want to go to. Like, what's the point? Yeah. The funny you thing know? is that they still have that in Dragon Quest they 9, do. too. They do. They do. They just don't rip that stuff out. And you you know, you have to wonder, like, what? Why? What's the point? And I know because it's because people, people in hate Japan change. Don't care. I know it's because people in Japan hate change. You they know? do. It's just true. do it for us, please. You're gonna localize it anyways. Just take out the crap. And it's it can't be that hard. You know, just instead of uh making it you have to go talk to everyone in the town, just let me do it. Just let me finish right. it. Um But you know that that's about all that bugs me about the game. I think they could have kind of upped the graphics a bit. The the map still kind of looks like a Super Nintendo game, or the overworld map, that is. Um, I know it looks significantly better than the original game, but looking at what Level 5 did with Dragon Quest IX, it's kind of like, well, why can't why can't we get something on that level? Yeah. You know? And really, all the stuff kind of looks the same from Dragon Quest Four and Five. Aren't they uh, the same engine? The DS, the DS remakes, same engine. Yeah. Pretty much the same assets uh, across the board. I mean, I was... Uh... Because I've been playing Dragon Quest Four, uh, yeah, I, I got it. I got it cheap recently, and yeah. I was looking at Johnny's review of that, and uh, mm-hmm. he also reviewed Final Fantasy Four on DS around the same time, and basically, yeah. you know, directly compares about how, you know, Dragon Quest Four is a remake of a game that came out the same year as Final Fantasy Four, and that Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Four remake is fucking drop dead sexy, whereas the better. Dragon Quest yeah. Four remake is like you know it's just the game with final fantasy 4 they if i remember correctly they added new cutscenes. they added uh yeah it's it's a whole bunch of new animation redone, and voice acting and yeah it's 3d you know it's you final redone. fantasy 4 play that um, game on ds it's it's spectacular oh yeah it's fantastic but with dragon quest it seems like they're not putting the same yeah level of care in. and i mean i and feel I, like with dragon quest 5 and 6 yeah, five and six have both never been in, available in North America, and I feel yeah. like their existence, uh, like a little bit of, I guess the 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 perceived laziness of the ports is mm-hmm. a little welcome because they both haven't come to North America before. Like I, I think I it was a little more welcome with five. I think since we hadn't gotten it before, I think a yeah. lot more people were a lot more excited about it. Um, and really, sort of the same thing is kind of happens after you start Dragon Quest six. Because you look at it and you're like, well, I already did this. This is stupid. I've, I've seen these graphics. I, you know, I know what they're doing with Dragon Quest. I can't zoom. I can't do this. Yada yada. But at the same time, the story is fantastic. Yeah, like um, five. Five had probably one of the my favorite 
RPG stories ever. Five like, five had a great story. Uh, six also has a pretty good story. I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it, and that's what's keeping me playing it. Cool. Um, I guess before we talk a little bit about the story, I don't want to uh, give anything away, but you know, most of the mechanics in the game are you know they're Dragon Quest turn-based RPG. Later on, you can catch monsters. You can change your party uh, classes and stuff like that. Um, you've um, played Dragon Quest Five, correct? Like yes. A, yeah. So, what's different from Dragon Quest Six or like Five to Six? Like, what what has been changed, tweaked, added, whatever? In Dragon Quest Six, you can change your classes. Oh, okay, so kind of like I, how Nine did it. Kind of like how Nine did it. Um, is there a drop date? You keep your. Is there what? Is there a drop date? Do you have to drop it by a certain mean? date? Your your what? class. You, Zach, Zach, My... stop filibustering. <laughs> Zach, what are you talking about? He's, He's trying a... to be cute. College joke. I am cute, Neil. Oh, the ad drop date, your class. Right. Gotcha. Uh, right. Gotcha. Can you take, gotcha. when you're, can you take uh, when Black Mage incomplete? What, Neil? Sorry. Yeah, you, Never mind. You know what? You I just really registered for classes yesterday, too. Dogs so. plus Zach. Yeah. <laughs> we, okay, never, we never so posted that image, by the way. I, I did. did. We, we already posted it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank okay. God. Note to Nathan, edit <laughs> this. <laughs> I'll probably Me, leave it. Yeah. Um, oh, I will edit, edit that. that. <laughs> Jesus. And I will make it every <laughs> other word in the podcast. <laughs> but uh, there was some sort of question about video games that you had <laughs> asked me, and I was talking about it, and then Dragon classes, classes, right, okay. Um, the difference is that you can keep your skills between classes, Ooh, which is kind of nice. Awesome. Um, so it, it's essentially an open invitation to, here, do you have time to grind? Break the game. <laughs> yeah. That would have been nice so, in Dragon Quest Nine. You can break the game in Dragon Quest Nine, uh, But again, you know, you need a lot of time. I think it may be a little easier to do it in this one. I haven't really gotten that far in the game. Um or at least not far enough to where I would feel comfortable reviewing it. But right from the outset, the story is fantastic. It It's sort of a parallel world kind of uh, tale. So you, your, your character is special, and you can drop down into this other world. And it's not like the Dark World in Zelda. Um, More like Earth It's two. pretty much a... Com- huh? Like Earth 2 and Earth 1. What are you talking about? <sighs> He doesn't like comics. You know what? I'm just going to stop. <laughs> Good. Zach, what do you. It's, it's a DC about? Comics reference. Spider Man? God damn no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Crosstalk Comics to find out about the ages, and uh, I will be on a. I was on the last episode to talk about the DC Animated Universe, and we're doing part two next week. Okay, well, this isn't Zach's amazing <laughs> friends, so let's keep going about Dragon Quest. Um, yeah, Parallel Worlds, Earth 1, Earth 2, I guess. Uh, and it's kind of cool because something's off in the other world, and you're you're not quite sure what went wrong or at what point in time you're at, but you're sort of piecing together what's happening. And, like, you don't even know that there's a parallel world at the start, and you, you get dropped into it, and you're not quite sure... Like, if you're dreaming or what's going on, it, it all sort of unravels pretty nicely. Um, and I think if I say any more, I'm going to spoil something. All right. So Well, I just want to kind of comment on, especially Dragon Quest 4, 5, and 6, because I believe they originally came out, I want to say, like, early 90s. Like, mm-hmm. 6 may have come out. I know uh, Dragon Quest 4 is an NES game, and 5 and 6 are Super Nintendo games, so that kind of gives right. you an idea. But they were doing really innovative shit with, like, you know, stories and RPGs. Just, I mean, no, before they, they were, they, they they have the the chapters where like you you play briefly in a prologue. Yeah, you as play the main separate character. characters. I'm, and then you play, really play like four. other side characters for four chapters, and then you finally control yeah. the hero. Uh, I'm not even at that part. I just started chapter four, and I'm about nine hours in. And it's definitely not. I mean, it's a little jarring going from character to character, but it's not like it's bad. It's it's kind of interesting right. how they do it. It reminds me. Oh, I guess it's more Mother 3 reminds me of Dragon Quest 4 because Mother 3 mm-hmm. came out years after it. But yeah. I just think that's a really cool thing to do, at least from a story perspective. Well, and then and five, I think Mother the, 3 does it giant, better, but uh, that's just me. And then 5, they had the whole, uh, you know, having your family. Yeah, which is uh, amazing. Skipping through time a little bit. 
And then six, really, the the two worlds. Uh, it's it's almost a mechanic. It is pretty pretty interesting, and yeah. it's really it really affects the story. So I mean, I think it, I think like I said, Dragon Quest Five is one of my favorite RPG stories, just because you start yeah. off, it's like your character is born, and then like you play a section as him as a little kid, and then you play a section exactly. as him as like a you know a like an eighteen year old or something, and then as right, an adult right. with your fa- with your with your wife and kids traveling yeah. around and it's just like by that point it's just like well and you you actually have story. your kids in your party i mean yeah. it's it's pretty awesome yeah and you get and to then choose and your uh, wife and everything it's 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 an amazing game i recommend it to anyone that likes rpgs yeah i think that's why i'm so comfortable with the mechanics of dragon quest being so similar because they're really changing it up on the story end and they yeah. you can see that they've been they iterated just ever so slightly on the mechanics between the games but in the end of the at the end of the day, if you were to take all the stuff that they'd added by Dragon Quest Six and just given you the battle mechanics from Dragon Quest Four, it probably wouldn't even affect the game. Yeah. So yeah. There's that. And it's and, not even like the story I mean like the story in, in four, it's not like it's amazing, but it's an, it's it's good enough. Like and it's interesting yeah. in how it's portrayed. That's the important thing. Well and because I, all I, RPG I like stories how... are for the most part, in my eyes, bullshit. So if you can just present it in an interesting way, that that's awesome. Yeah, it, you know, Dragon Quest also is a little more... You don't have to put as much attention into the battles, which yeah. I've always kind of disliked about Final Fantasy uh, once they added active time battle. Because if I'm playing something on a, a DS, I have to look up every yeah. once in a while, you know, kind of look around or I hear something, and then I look down and I'm dead. Yeah. You know, this I can just kind of leave. It's It's a relaxing experience. It's more like a storybook. Yeah. Um. And they've added some a pretty nice hint system. I don't remember if it was in Dragon Quest Five. I don't think it was. It's been like two years since I played Five, though. Okay. Yeah. It may have been in it. I may have just not used it. But is it kind of like um, in Dragon Quest Nine where you can hit Y and it's like a recap of the story? No, it's you're talking to your party members. I mean, this may have even been in the original game, and I just didn't know it. Um, but you just press a button to talk to your party member and they're like, you know what, we gotta go to town X and to do that we gotta go north and then south from this town. That's cool. And it's like, yeah, I, that was the worst part about the, um, the earlier Dragon Quest games for me is that you just get lost. Yeah. You know, where was I going? I remember some guy in some tavern telling me like there was this town with a mirror, but that's about it. And the game yeah, just keep even, even four, you know, leads you astray where you're just kind of like, well... I guess I have to go there. It's the only other place I can go to right now. Exactly. And sometimes you just get hopelessly lost, especially when they unlock the sort of quicker travel modes. Yeah. Because then it could be anywhere in the whole world. And yep. you're just, well, crap. I don't know what I'm doing. But, um... It's Dragon Quest. Yeah. That's, that is Dragon Quest. Does anyone have any questions? I have a series, a franchise question. I know that, okay. I mean, obviously the game is huge in Japan. That's common knowledge. Um, was there was there a specific Dragon Quest at which that started? Or is it always from the very beginning I think three. a phenomenon? Three? Okay. Was yeah, it three? I think three was the one that launched, like, it made it mega popular. I think it, I think it always sold well, but I think three was the one that, like, got politicians stepping in and being like, Dragon Quest is terrible! Kill Yuji Hori! Like, and that's been like I want to say, I don't know when they like declared like how like I think like Dragon Quest re- release dates are days off in Japan now or something ridiculous like that. I don't know when that started, but I think three was the first huge one. Wow, that's that's pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, and you know we're coming up on the twenty fifth anniversary of these games, so these games have been popular for quite a long time. I and... I, I really I I believe I've said this before. But thank you, Johnny Metz, for retiring from reviewing games because he's it's he's partially the reason why I got really into Dragon Quest because I was always curious, and mm-hmm. I remember playing Dragon Quest One on NES when I was younger, right? Um, and then I I reviewed Dragon Quest Five for the site and fell in love with it, and yeah, now it's you know, one of my favorite part series. of my um, you played Dragon Warrior Monsters, right? Yeah, yeah, I did, but I don't really associate that with with. When I played that, I didn't really associate it with the Dragon Quest series as a whole. It was kind of when like you play part. Dragon Warrior Monsters, you're actually playing as characters from uh, Dragon Quest Six. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. Uh, just younger versions. Uh, Terry and Maleu are the uh, I mean, the that, characters that means, in the game. Yeah, that that's really cool. Yeah. I need to. Yeah, I need it's to pretty get cool. A copy of Dragon Warrior Monsters. It's just, it's just I, a I spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
I think I heard Zach moan. Was it Zach moaning? What? Huh? Okay. Probably time to move on from Dragon Quest. But, uh... Talk about no? Dead Space, you harpy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Zach. So I got Dead Space 2. And I've been playing it uh, with uh, some friends who like Dead Space, so I only get to play it once a week. Um, but we play it for several hours at a time. I've almost beat it. And have any of you heathens played Dead Space? I played, played the original. I got about half halfway through it. That's okay. about where I was, too. So good. And I played Extraction. So good! I think I found it to be too difficult. Like, I got to a point where I was low on money, low on ammo, low on health, and getting more and more low on patience, and decided I would rather stop playing the game than try to replay it on a lower difficulty or something. Gotcha. Um, so I think basically the, the basically you could say the, the game won. But part of my problem with it, I think, was that the, uh, the environments were a little too... Uh, similar uh, across you. the board. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of. I mean, I I do like the uh the sort of the evil spaceship kind of thing, but I don't know about putting. I don't know. I don't know about spending like 20 hours there. Like, I'm a really big fan of like the original Resident Evil titles, like on the remake on GameCube is one of my all-time favorite games. Uh, wow. But that game only has you in the mansion for like two thirds of the game, if that. There's yeah. a lengthy section section where you're in a cabin and then underground in a lab and. Um, so I think part of it was I got a little tired of 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 the setting, of but the I've ship. heard so many good things about about the the new one that I'm tempted to pick the old one back up and just play through it quick on easy, so I can play Definitely. through the new one. Yeah, the the new one um, takes place on a space station, so there are different areas obviously that you go through. Um, kind of bio, kind of Bioshock esque. It, it changes up. It actually is. It, it there are moments where you where you think of Bioshock, and there's. There's some sequences where you're just in space, flying around uh, in space that are really cool. Uh, and they well, get a really uh, good the, sense the, of scale. Didn't the first game have a little bit of that, too? A little bit of, like, outer space action? I don't think you were ever yes. actually in space. I mean, you were still you on, were on the, the ship. Oh, there, there was zero right, G zero action. G, right. But in this game, you actually leave yeah. the station and you're in space. Okay. Better or worse than the uh, Mass Effect 2 scene? I didn't play Mass Effect 2. Oh, that's right. You wouldn't know because you haven't played one of the most awesomest games ever. Uh, you know, I played the demo and it's just so RPG. Yeah, I guess. Sure. I went. I went into that demo expecting Resident Evil Four. Oh, really? Massive, massive. Yeah, effect? I expected oh, Resident Evil Four. I don't know who gave you that expectation. Stuff. Like, were you they, level up? Were they dumb? No, it, it, it is an RPG. I, mean, I haven't even played it, and I know that it is an RPG. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Well, I've been RPG. very in the dark about both of those games. Although I can agree with Zach that, like with Mass Effect, like I honestly can't really picture how it plays, especially Mass Effect Two. Mass Effect One I can because I played other Bioware RPGs. God, I hate Wait, did Bioware you guys? RPGs. The Xbox stuff. Wait, how many? How many of you guys have played Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Two? What? How many of you have played Mass Effect Two? I have not. I haven't played it. It's on my shelf. It's a. It's on. Charlatans. My, it's on my to-do list. You, I haven't started the first I one yet, it, though. But then I sold it for twenty times profit. <laughs> okay. So I regret well, nothing. Look, Jade Empire was no for the and future. When we, like the when we do a uh, when we do a defend your game thing, I'm gonna all right <laughs> try and jimmy up some copies of Mass Effect Two for you guys. Anyway, we're not yeah, talking yeah. about Mass Effect Two. We're talking about uh, right. We're talking about an inferior. Oh, wow. Game. I'm oh, kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't know. The reason I like the Dead Space right games is that they are Resident Evil Four in they space are. with monsters. Um, yeah, and the scares I mean, are I remember more effective. Dead, Dead Space came out, or uh, Dead Space was being previewed around the same time as Resident Evil Five. I remember yes. hearing like a bunch of journalists that played both were just like, "Man, Dead Space is the better Resident Evil game." In a way, it is. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't played Dead Space Two with Move. But I have played Extraction with Move, and it's a port. Straight up port. <laughs> I mean, does, it's does it look any better? Does not it play really. any better? Or is it just the same damn game? It really doesn't look I mean, any it's, better. It's... I mean, it, it looks better in, in that just their their high res their, the fuzziness is gone. But yeah, once the fuzziness is gone, you can kind of tell that certain things look terrible, like. Uh, like, women, there's a blonde in the game, a blonde woman. Are you talking about getting drunk, Zach? Oh, you, you know it. About? I'm drunk right okay. now, man. Yeah, that would yeah. help. But there's a there's a blonde woman in the game, and her hair reflects light, like it's a like it's a sphere. 
Um, that's not. You good. want to know what always bothered me about Dead Space Extraction? Um, the chattiness through that. Well, no, there's like a, there's a moment like I want to say it's like halfway through the game where it's just like you wake up in some kind of like cryo tank. And I it's just like, I'm in that level right you now. See the, you just see the the girl walk out naked for but seemingly nobody no else is naked. Yeah, like what the fuck? It's because she was getting <laughs> she was getting special tests or some bullshit. Um, but, but that scene, I like that scene because... He's just, like, walking around naked, and, like, dude wakes up, and it's like, sweet. Well, what's great is that he wakes up, she's naked, she walks away, you get out, two seconds later, she's fully clothed, and she's like, what's up? I mean, she's a quick changer, but it just, it just seemed like, like, they focused on it for so long in that scene that I was just like, I feel kind of uncomfortable. This this must be what it feels like to be Zach all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Neil, I don't think I don't think Zach feels uncomfortable during no, those that's things. The thing. I'm a psychopath. I think you're missing the mystique of Miller. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I need to post some pictures of stuff I own. Um, Please, but uh, oh, no, Dead Space shit. Extraction still really holds up. I need my fix, Zach. But what? <laughs> huh? Is it a no. good thing I missed that? No, no, I'm just interrupting oh, you. Gotcha. Titties. A concept you're obviously unfamiliar with. Breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs. Yes. Tits. What? Um, anyway. Uh, God. But Extraction on PS3, I don't like it as much as Wii because the Move controller is less comfortable than the Wii Remote. Yeah, I can see that. Huh. I played a, a Move demo at a Best Buy, and I did not like the way the controller felt. Although, technically, it works very well. Well, it's also, it's I, like... I, you know, I think if my parents found that in my room, they would, you they know... They would question kind of, you. Yeah, they'd be like, are you raise, putting this up your raise some eyebrows, you know? It lights up, Mom! <laughs> it doesn't... Do you it guys remember that... It doesn't have DualShock in it, does it? There no, was a news story okay. back uh, during the, the GameCube days about how, uh-huh. like... A teenage girl was caught with a uh, a vi- like a GameCube controller vibrating no, on her crotch. No, no, no. <laughs> it was like it was you like know, one no. of those like sensationalist. Like you know, the girl Neil, who that fell was actually, and gets orgasms every five seconds. That was well, actually that, that, a, a that, very that real thing with the uh, the Harry Potter broomsticks. You need to stop talking. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Oh, God. Zach, Google, no, like, like that, that happened with the GameCube controller. I distinctly remember reading a news article about that. Really? Uh, okay. Well, I'm Googling. Yeah. I'm Googling. Anyway, I don't like the Move controller as much, but Extraction itself is a phenomenal game. Uh, it's probably the best light gun shooter on the Wii or PS3. I would disagree. House of the Dead Overkill. Okay, House of the Dead Overkill is... It's kind of a I different would, game. I would say it's number two, though. It's a I would say it's game. number two. But yeah, I would too. Yeah, I would also. Disagree. Extraction What's looks much you? better than House of the Dead Overkill. What's What's your pick? Chicken Shoot. Yeah, Chicken Shoot's oh, pretty good. Up. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's sort of a serious response. But But yeah, Extraction's great and it's free. So if you buy, um, if you buy Dead Space Dead Two Space on PS3 now, for PlayStation Three, Three, Three. You know that's actually true. Like you need the move to play Extraction because you can play it with a Dual Shock, but it no, just don't do it. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Dead Space Two is awesome. Extraction is awesome. The special, the collector's edition is kick ass, and I'm gonna do a blog post about it. Uh, it includes a hilarious picture of me trying to act tough with the uh, little little model <laughs> plasma cutter they give you in the box. All right, I have to do this disclaimer. No, Dead Space 2 is actually not available on the Wii. Dead Space Extraction is, but who cares? Extraction's better on the Wii. So if you have access to yeah, it is. Uh, Extraction, and it's probably dirt cheap now, uh, go I get th- it. I think I saw it for like 10 bucks somewhere. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, Extraction's great. And, and Neil, you know it's cool. You played Extraction, right. so this will matter to you. Uh, there's going to be... A single-player downloadable content chapter for Dead Space 2 that re- that resolves the storyline of Extraction. Yeah, I, I did hear about that. That does sound pretty cool. It's Lexine um, and I'm not really uh, the that, dude you are. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, cool. you know, Zach, we were kind of complaining about this uh, pre-show, right. but, you know, why can't they put a... Not to say that Extraction isn't a Dead Space game, but why can't they put a real Dead Space game on the Wii? On the yeah. Wii? They did it on the iPhone. Yeah. 
What's I mean, going on? As I said, like, why do they make it like, like make it like, like RE4 that. on Wii? Yeah, exactly. I was just saying. I mean, RE4 I think you could bring... is the definitive version of that game. I don't know about that. Well, well, I, they I... could. You know what they could? Well, Zach, you you you've played a better version of RE4 than the Wii one. Oh no, no! I th- I thought you meant they. The Dead Space on Wii would be the definitive. Oh no, no, no! no. no. I, it it wouldn't be, but but, but certainly no, you're RE4 certainly correct on about RE4. Levels on Wii. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty uh, sure RE4 sold pretty well on Wii. It too. did. I think it did. Yeah. So let's talk about what's next on the agenda. Uh, we got we got a uh, review gift of Glory Days tactic tactical assault tactical defense tactical defense Glory Days yeah. tactical defense for DSiWare. Uh, I just downloaded this earlier today, and I haven't really put any real time into it yet. I put like 20 minutes in. But uh, immediately, for 200 points, I was really pretty impressed pretty immediately on like the um, the level of production in this game. It's a tower defense game, and it's a pretty by-the-numbers tower defense game. Uh, there it are, really is. There, There is a road. There are trucks that go along that road. You must put turrets along the road to destroy said trucks and troops. And then there are airplanes that you have to shoot out of the sky as well. Um, but the production values on it are really out of this world. Um, you control... They are for considering the price, considering the platform. Yeah. You control a cursor, basically. It's the only thing you control. You basically... You don't use it. You don't use it the touchscreen to drop items. You use a touchscreen to select which tower you want to place. And which, then you... to be honest, I think it's a little awkward. I don't know if it lets you use the L and R buttons, which I don't think it did. No, I don't think so but either. I would prefer not to have to take my hands off the D-pad. Agreed. You know, um... So yeah, but use the stylus to select the tower, and then you drive the cursor along the terrain using the D-pad. And what became immediately apparent to me when I started playing this was they shouldn't have made a tower defense game. They should have made Super Off-Road. Remember Super Off-Road? The little uh, driving game on Super NES and, and the arcades with mm. the sweet-ass yeah. uh, steering wheel? Yeah. That game is awesome, and that game has never really been remade in the same manner in which it was awesome. Um, I think, and this I game's that... cursor controls like the stupid trucks. You like if you get some speed up and drive your cursor up a hill, your cursor like flies through the air. It's awesome. Like <laughs> I don't know. I I think that they they could have done this game a little more justice outside of the visuals because that's the first thing that gets you. Your this game is really snappy. Everything's actually really quick inside of it. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. putting stuff down. Uh, people come out pretty quick. The waves, you know, and. Upgrades are upgrades are instant. Really quick. Yeah. Upgrades are instant. There's no like it's a, it's progress a fast-paced bars. Game. It's yeah, it's very. Unfortunately, quick. it just doesn't seem to have any sort of gimmick to it. Nope. You know, which I think tower defense really needs to distinguish itself. Yeah. And if the only gimmick is this is pretty, I'm gonna get over that pretty quickly. Agreed. And I don't think the game has a whole lot of depth to it. But for 200 points, no. it doesn't need a ton of depth. It, I mean, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's just. I think I'll play this for a couple hours. I I want you know. this game to be a driving game. <laughs> so, well, as strange as it seems, like they have a they have this really interesting physics mechanic for their cursor. Um, dude, of get all things. Uh, Pop Island Paperfield. Yeah. Yeah, I need to check that out. Actually, it's it's um, by those guys. It's a capture the flag game, and really, it seems like the cursor that you're talking about. That's how the character is controlling that. Um, and it's it's not necessarily a driving game. It's more like you're you know trying to get the flag and then bring it back to your base. Yeah. But, it's a ton of fun, and you actually so do there's get some to, you know, element race of racing in it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah, I I'm definitely gonna use some of my extra points to uh, grab Pop Island right after the show. Yeah, because there's um, there's Pop Island, which is uh, there's a five dollar version, and then like a two dollar expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think the two dollar expansion it might be perfect if you just kind of want to play it for a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I, th- but, there's like there's three maps, and then there's like I think five difficulty levels per map. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I agree so. with you, Andy. I mean, it's immediately impressive. Yeah, it really is. I yeah. didn't. I had fairly low expectations, uh, which I think is fairly standard of any 200 point DSiWare game, really. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 happy that I wasn't that I was I wasn't rewarded with a poor game. <laughs> yeah. From, it uh, kind of makes you wonder why they couldn't have done more with the visuals in in like. Uh, Plants versus Zombies. Oh, hey, that's a great... Wow. Another a great tower segue. defense game. You should host this every game, week. Another great I segue. should, shouldn't I? Thank you. This game has actually been reviewed as of now. I just I just submitted the review about an hour ago. Um, just click the review button. I was more impressed with this game than I thought I was going to be. Oh. Uh, the visuals aren't 
awesome. Um, and that's okay. hard to get around. I mean, if you've played Plants vs. Zombies, you know what it's supposed to look like. You're gonna you're gonna be upset about the way it looks. That said, the game has been downgraded consistently across the board, meaning that it's not that hard to adjust to. Like <laughs> after you kind of get over the fact that there's a whole bunch of frames missing of animation, like really it's the same game. Um, and honestly, it's a ton of fun. And I think maybe it's just because I was sort of, by virtue of the review, kind of forced to try a little bit more of the mini-games and the post-game content. I right. I think I had more fun playing this game than I did on on the iPhone. Um, did, you, did you get into the survival mode in that? Because that's a really fun aspect I, of the game. I didn't play the survival mode too much. I did, I did try it out. Mm -hmm. I think I played all the... I played every, every single level of the puzzle modes. There's two different puzzle modes. One of which yeah. requires you to break a whole bunch of vases to get a preset combination of zombies and um, plants. And then the other one is one where you have to play as the zombies to try to eat the brains, um, which hmm. requires you to basically get past a preset configuration of, of plants that are already planted, and you just have to use the zombies to... Basically, you, you gain uh, resources by having the zombies attack the sunflowers that are already planted, right. so that you can yeah. create more zombies with the sun to, to eventually get to the end of each row. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. I did a, a good um, portion of the mini games. Uh, some of the mini games are are, are pretty difficult. Um, there's the one where you the the zombies have plant heads and shoot at you as you play. That was that's kind of funny. So what was that hard. like the biohazard mode or something? It's called um. It's called uh. What's it called? Uh. Yeah, it's something like that. It's it's not important, but I know what you're talking about. Zombotany, I think maybe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, a pretty good. So yeah, I mean, though. I guess the the Zen Garden is kind of fun. I'm not really sure what the end game of the Zen Garden is exactly, but I planted like five plants and grew them up. And I mean, you get you can get a lot of money that way. Like your plants give you money as as you go. That's kind of mm -hmm. neat. Um, there's just, just a, like real there's plants. so much post game content in this. Mm -hmm. I just had a blast with it, and I tried well, to, now, I tr it. You know, I know that you experienced that for the sake of the review, but is this post-game content that's not available in other versions? I need to double-check, but I think there are some mini-games that are exclusive to the DS version. Okay. I think they probably, one of them is probably the one where you have to yell at the screen, which can piss off, but... Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, the uh, the multiplayer mode that's included, uh, I, I didn't have a chance to try out multi-card because I don't know anybody else who has the game, but I tried yeah. out single-card multiplayer tonight, and I was actually really impressed by the options that are available you can do i don't know if you i don't know if you've tried the multiplayer on the xbox live version um which i think is the only other version available that has it except for maybe never played the... maybe maybe the ps3 version has it too um basically when you do multiplayer uh on the ds and this is single card mind you not multi-card you can do um a random match a custom match or a um quick quick play and basically the differences between those three is which plants are and which zombies are selected. Um, yeah. The random match being you get one resource generator, which being the gravestone for the zombies or the sunflower for the plants. And then you get like five other random plants to play with. The quick play is a preset combination where it's always the same. But the custom play basically lets you go back and forth and pick which plants and which zombies you want on each team. So like... You link up with you link up with your friend who has it who has a DS, and mm -hmm. he picks a zombie and then you pick a plant and then he picks a zombie and then you pick a plant and then he picks a zombie and then you pick a plant, and then after you both have six total, you play a game. Basically, I think the plants have to uh, clear at least three targets that are the, at the at the end of each row, and mm -hmm. the zombies have to eat I think at least three of the brains uh, at the end of each. Or maybe maybe just get one through. I'm not exactly sure, but I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is I was actually really impressed at how comprehensive the multiplayer was. Uh, in that the, sounds in, really in the, fun. In the, yeah. in the single card, we played it for at least a, like a half an hour or so uh, while we were watching TV tonight and had a mm -hmm. blast. It was just a lot of fun. It was a little laggy and takes about it takes actually about like a minute and a half to two minutes of of a loading screen for it to like completely send the game to the other DS to start. Which we we thought it had locked up, but once it actually started playing, it, and there was a little bit of lag in the game itself, but it was totally playable, um, and really a lot of fun. I had a I had a blast playing it. Uh, multiplayer nice. was 
I was very surprised to see it so comprehensive for a single card. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't think there's really been that many solid multi-card experiences. I know that um, Mario Kart was a, a really good early example of that. And I yeah. think uh, Prime Hunters, did that support single sure. card? I'm not really sure. I don't remember. Um, so basically, at the end of the day, it's just as good as every other version of Plants vs. Zombies, except for the graphics and the price. So, yeah. if you haven't played Plants vs. Zombies, and you can find this for a good price, I don't see any reason why the graphics should be that big of a deterrent. Uh, unless you really want to play this on a TV using your Xbox, or you want to go buy an iPad or an iPhone. Um, mm-hmm. If if all you have is a DS and you're worried about the graphics turning, you know, being a big deterrent here, I I, I would say pl- play a few levels and you'll be over it. Because I was over it. I, I I adjusted pretty quick to the downgraded visuals. It's not a, it's not a big deal. It really really isn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, it is. I mean, they are lower lower quality. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. But it's not that big of a deal. And I I think the game plays better with with a stylus than the PC and Mac versions do with a mouse. I think stylus is Definitely. great. I mean, maybe the iPhone and the iPad versions are even better because they have multi-touch, but I would think so. Stylus works great. Yeah, awesome. So I think that is the maybe the sixth and final time we're going to talk about Plants vs. Zombies on the news. <laughs> Just about. I'm maybe. sure there will be another one somewhere. We we talk some Plants vs. Zombies too. Yeah. Return soon. I'm actually. I mean. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> we we all sort of crashed there. Um. I was just gonna say I'm I'm actually excited for Plants vs Zombies too. Having now played through the, through the single player game like three times all the way through, I'm tired. Yeah. Of, I'm tired of that. I would that, do almost but... anything to not like. I want to play some more of that game, but every time I try, it's like, oh wait, I was at the start. Crap. I think probably yeah. the most annoying thing with this DS version is I had to play all the way through the single player campaign. To get the yeah. to get the the extras because it's all post game content. But you know that really wouldn't have been a problem had you not played it before. Right, because the, the single player campaign is a blast. It's just that I've already done it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a it's like a, a four to six hour campaign about. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, cool. I'm I'm glad you ended up enjoying it more than you thought you would. Um. Neil, you want to talk to us about the Squire instrument? Yes, uh, so I got uh, a loner copy of the real guitar for Rock Band 3, um, you know, with strings and stuff like that, and it's yeah. really, it's really, really cool. I don't pretend to be any kind of guitar player. Um, I, you know, back when I was in, like, middle school, I was like, oh, Chandler guitar, and that didn't really work, but I, yeah. I don't like basics, and uh, it's kind of like I, I relearned the basics and was playing songs on medium and doing it decently in no time at all um the the like the lessons that you have in rock band 3 help out a lot as far as you know trying to learn to play the guitar and this is a real guitar um to the point where like the strings aren't special or anything it's just you know it's if if a string breaks you go and get new strings you you can just go down to sam ash and yes fix that yep nice um i believe the way that it registers your hands is it's all on the fretboard Right. Uh, which is a little weird because it seems like the uh, where you place your fingers is kind of like like there are certain parts that work for you know certain fretboards and it might not seem entirely right. natural if you're used to playing the guitar. How um, does it handle stuff like a like a hammer on? Um, just kind of. I mean, it, it re it because that you know like you could be pressing down two frets with that and. You know, on accident, if, if you do it in the middle, and I don't know how it would register something like that. Um, I mean, it registers it by, you know, it registers where your hands are on the strings on the fret. Right. Um, so it can tell, like, it, t- it can tell, like, where your finger is between a fret, even? Yeah. You don't, you don't actually have to have your finger on the fret when you're playing, right? No. Oh, that's cool. That's a lot cooler than I thought, then. Yeah. Because I thought uh, it would essentially be, like... A button, you know, like yeah, you it's, ha- it's you're, not. You're closing, I mean, it's... You're, you're closing a loop with the string, and the fret. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess theoretically. Well, I mean, it also reads the strumming of the instrument too. Mm-hmm. Um. But it does, like, I guess theoretically, you could remove the strings and just put your finger, like your fingers, on the fret, and it would read it. Right. Um. I'm not gonna probably test that because that would involve de-stringing the guitar, but. 
I'm pretty sure that would work. Now, um, does it have some sort of a built-in tuning aid? Uh, I don't believe so. At least not that I've seen anything. Do you um, have to tune it, or is it... It's pretty out of tune. If you were to play it like a real guitar, unlike not play it in Rock Band 3, you would most certainly want to tune it. Um, right, when so I was playing it in the, when I was I playing it in the game, it didn't really make that much of a difference. What I'm getting at, would it end up sounding annoying, or is it just is it playing like is it reading the sounds that the guitar is making and playing it through, or is no. it just no? It's still it, it's basically and, it functions as if you were playing like as far as how it reads it in the game and the sound is output in the game, right. it reads it as if you were playing a regular rock band song. So it's still just filling in. You're still just filling in notes essentially. Yeah. Right, yeah. and if you play the wrong note, it just doesn't register and play a sound yep. at all. Yep. God, that's. I would rather just have it play the wrong sound and take a point off. Yeah. Or break your chain or something, you know, because that's what I mean, that prospect had me interested. Because it, then you're not just uh, filling it would in the be more impro- improvisational, uh, improvisational instead of, I guess like like you're wrong. I get well, and it's less like okay, I have to. It's not like you're playing anything then, because then it's just detecting, like, you played the right note, we're going to play the simulated note through the... Yeah. Uh, so it's still just muting parts of a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't... I, I've been wanting to get, uh, like, people that I know that actually know how to play guitar to mm-hmm. check it out and, like, maybe play it on Expert. I haven't yeah. been able to get a chance to do that, but it's something I want to do. It's probably going to come with me to PAX East, um, and I'll probably get, like, people like Sklens and Johnny Metz to play it while we're there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 a it's a real cool piece of tech. I definitely, I mean, if if you want to try to learn guitar, I think the price is kind of worth it. And you happen to have Rock Band Three, I and I think it's like, I'm gonna get it wrong off the top of my head. I want to say it's like three hundred, including the MIDI adapter, which you need. Yeah. Um, but like, if you want to get a guitar, that's not a super outrageous price. It's, and it's not, not like, it's not. And we had this debate in like a talkback yeah. thread and with a listener, but. I, it it just seems like it would be if you're really serious about the guitar, you would want, want to get to, a better guitar than that. You want to get a better guitar, but but then again, there's the cost of lessons, and maybe you know, like when you first get into guitar, you're not you know, you're not buying the best guitar out there. You know? Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm yeah, no, that, go, that's I'm kind of what I see it more as you know? as a my first guitar with lessons included. If you happen to have Rock Band three, and if it if it's actually up to snuff, like it'll you'll learn something then i think that's fantastic yeah i mean it's like it reminds me a lot of the keyboard stuff in rock band which you know i learned shit does it teach you about music though are you just learning how to sort of like the people that can play chopsticks you know and they're like oh yeah yeah, i can play music and then they say i mean yeah a lot of the lessons are more based on on you know like playing scales um like you know hammers on hammer arms and pull well that's cool then at least you're learning i mean you may not be learning music theory yeah. but if you're having to learn your scales and stuff like yeah, you're that you're definitely and, not losing and music some chords theory, but it's it's teaching you you know like finger placement stuff like that no well that's cool you know like this is a g chord that i yep i yeah that's and how they have it I on the harder difficulty it. levels i i took a peek at one of the harder difficulties even though i, I couldn't play I, it myself i mean this this may on even any be kind of the instrumental equivalent of something like an ea sports active like, yeah i don't i don't want sort of the hassle the the cost and even maybe the embarrassment of having a personal trainer or something but if i can get a video game to do it for me why not yeah and i think that's really cool yeah, no, it's it's really neat. It's definitely a high barrier for entry, but if if you're into it, it's totally worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, cool. yeah, I mean, for me, it's just that I know I'm not going to play it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a cool piece of tech, and if I could get it for cheaper, I would totally buy it, just because it's 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 fun to screw around with. Yeah, yeah. If if it weren't so cost prohibitive, yeah, and I realize there are realistic factors that make yeah. it that expensive yeah i'm definitely you know, i'm not upset because it's also i know that like i it's kind of like uh i was talking about a friend about marvel vs. capcom 3 coming out so excited i i totally want to buy that game for about 20 bucks <laughs> exactly off of xbox for, live or something yeah well no 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 i mean for me it's more like out of a fighting game i don't get as much out of it as people that are way into me it too, yeah. it's true yeah, and like I definitely for me, don't. I just want to get the fighting game, screw around with it, maybe like beat up with a couple characters. I'm never gonna really be that good at it, but I'll enjoy screwing around with it. That's the same thing with the Squire guitar for me. Is that like I'm not gonna pay full price for it because it's not 100% for me. It's more like I just want to screw around with it a little bit. Nice. 
Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Okay, well, um, I've written here on the notes, open mic. Does anyone have any sort of beef, Zach, poetry slam, perhaps? Um, um hello? Is it me you're looking for? I can wow, see. Wow, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribed. <laughs> Thank you for the show. Thank you for the We're going to have a Mario show. RPG feature startup Mario. tomorrow, um, Wednesday. So it, it should pretty much be up and over <laughs> by the time you listen to this. Um, yeah, because uh, Pager is writing something about Super Mario RPG. Uh, Josh, uh, our new staff member, Josh Max, is going to be writing, or he already wrote something about Super Paper Mario. Josh Max, wasn't about... that like an, uh, an Atari game? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he sound like that? Jeez. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm writing something about Paper Mario 2, and then Zach's writing stuff about Mario and Luigi, and Pedro's writing stuff about Yoko Shimamura, who uh, did a lot of the music for Super Mario RPG and Mario yeah. and Luigi. Um, um, also sort of housekeeping type deals um talk in the talk back thread leave us a review on the itunes please listen to uh look at you yeah look at you mr i'm doing it i'm doing it he is hosting i am hosting this car over zachary um uh you're the hostiest host we ever had thank you and uh listen to radio trivia the stuff Listen to RFN. You can hear them talk about similar things, and oh, uh, <laughs> and I think that's that's wraps for uh, Newscast Forty One. Did you yeah. say rap? Cool that... story, bro. <laughs> yep. Riveting chap tale. Whoa, Thank... dog. Thanks, fool. Chap riveting, bro. And spend okay, goodbye. Most their lives Later. Living in goodbye. Oh, no. <laughs> clicking. <laughs> clicking. <laughs> Lord. talking about a game I really don't care for right now. Mm. I was resisting putting it on the show notes. Guitar Hero. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they keep making new ones. See, this is how I have time to talk on Facebook during podcasts, babe. Mm. Because they're talking about Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Some skateboarding game. <laughs> now they're talking about another game I've never played. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you just kind of sit quietly until people talk about something that you're going to talk about. Might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye.